Justin Gaethje and Rafael Fiziev getting ready to throw down at UFC 286. And this is what a lot of you have been talking about. It's time for the old guard to make way for the up-and-coming fighters. But will this happen at UFC 286? Will Justin Gaethje just roll over? I don't think so. We got this prediction and more next. Broadcasting live from an undisclosed location. This is the community MMA with your host, Chris Cross. This is your boy Chris Cross checking in. This is the Community MMA. And we're back just a day later, giving you the big prediction yesterday between Edwards and Usman. We like Leon Edwards to get the job done once again, and it's not going to be easy. But now it's time to move forward because in the co main event, you got a lightweight showdown between Justin Gaethje and Rafael Fiziev. Fiziev is an up and coming fighter. Guy seems to be on a roll as of late. And you got the old guard, which is what a lot of you have been talking about. Charles Oliveira, Dustin Poirier, Justin Gaethje sitting there at one, two, and three. And a lot of you want them to make room uh, for the young bucks that are on the rise. And Fiziev is one of them. This is a guy that's on the rise. And he's making some noise, at least yesterday at Media Day, saying, I'm waiting for the best Gaethje in front of me. I'm waiting for the best in shape. I'm waiting for a hard fight from him. So he's talking the right game. He seems ready and he's outspoken. I like that. It doesn't matter what happened with Charles Oliveira. I go in and make my job, touch him with the first punch, with second. It doesn't matter. I can't say it's just another fight. Of course, I'm excited. This opponent is very famous and everybody knows him. Highlight is his nickname. But also, it's just time uh, for the next fight for me. It's both. I'm just going to keep doing what I do in this fight and show him real highlight. So Fiziev, you know, is kind of letting Gaethje know what's up, right? He's the young buck. He's the up and comer. It's his time and he uh, plans to get the job done. But will it be that easy? Let's get into the full fight breakdown and see which way we're going to go in this big co-main event. In the lightweight division, your co-main event at UFC 286, Justin Gaethje, 23-4. and Rafael Fiziev, 12-1. and And Fiziev's a guy that's on his way up. Can he get through Gaethje? A high-level striker, high activity. He's 5'11 versus a 5'8". Fiziev, but he's given up one inch of reach. Fiziev, switch dance fighter. So how will that work for uh, Gaethje, who stands right-handed? Will he have problems with the switch dance? Now, he lands about 7.5 significant strikes per minute throughout his career. Compared to 4.8 for Fiziev, the takedown game isn't really there uh, for both fighters. So we'll have to wait and see how that works out. Now against uh, Oliveira, Gaethje fell by submission. But he did beat Michael Chandler in that battle and before that lost to Khabib. So he's lost two of his last three against some of the best fighters in the world. Now Fiziev, 92% takedown defense. He's beaten RDA, Brad Riddell, Bobby Green, Renato Moicano. Three of those four by finish. So this is why people were interested in this fight. It's going to be a high-level striking affair. I don't think Fiziev 
is going to try to shoot for too many takedowns, but because Gaethje stops him three out of four times. But if he can get him to the ground one time and win another round, he could win this fight. But I'm not going to bank on that. I like Justin Gaethje to win this fight, even though he's the underdog. And there's all this talk about the uh, old guard holding it at the top. I think Gaethje continues to do that here and wins, in my opinion, moves to 24-4. and four, Likely by decision on significant strikes. Lightweight division. UFC 286. Yeah, so it looks like an easy decision for me, right? I mean, we like Justin Gaethje. And I know, it's just like in the women's divisions for a long time. It's starting to change a little bit now, but the old guard at the top is much better uh, than the rest of the uh, lightweight division. Even though it's the best division in the UFC, the most competitive, Oliveira, Gaethje, and Poirier are just better than the other fighters. And we're going to have to see it. Uh, we're going to have to see you know, something happen here for us to change our opinion on that. But you got a number two or number three contender in Gaethje, Fiziev number six. So obviously it's going to be a high uh, level fight as Fiziev looks to get into the top three uh, or top four uh, by the end of this fight. And when you look at the poll, it's still early on, but right now you got Fiziev 58%, Gaethje 42% in terms of who people believe uh, will win this fight. So it's still pretty close. It's not even 40-60. It's closer to a toss-up than anything uh, among the people. So that's the way uh, we have it. We have Gaethje winning. We have the old heads continuing to win. I don't see Oliveira losing. I don't see Gaethje losing. Dustin Poirier, I don't see him losing. And, you know, Mahachev is not interested in really fighting any of these guys. That's just the bottom line. He's not. He's not interested in fighting any of these fighters. Now, as always, we give you our prediction for fight of the night. It could very well be Edwards versus Usman, but we do that. Those, you know, we're going to do the top three or four predictions anyway. But the fight of the night to me uh, is Marvin Vittori versus Roman Delise, and that's the first fight on the pay per view card. So it's not like you can tune in late or buy this thing late. You got to get in on time because the first fight, which is fight five, first fight in the pay per view card is going to be a banger. Let's get into that prediction right now in the middleweight division at ufc 285 you got marvin vittori 18 and 6 a top contender in this division taking on the rising roman delite who comes in at 12 and 1 and this is a big opportunity for delite but for vittori's tough delite two inches taller at 6 2 two inch reach advantage he's uh he stands right-handed vittori stands southpaw left-handed vittori lands 4.2 significant strikes per minute to just 2.6 for Delite, and the takedown game is about an average of two over three rounds for both fighters. So they're, you know, usually going to get two takedowns on average in any fight. Now, Vittori lost to Whitaker, whom he couldn't take down by decision. Beat Paulo Costa, lost to Adesanya by decision. He did beat Kevin Holland and uh, Jack Hermanson. So he beats the guys he's supposed to. It's, he's just losing against the best of the best. Delite. On the other hand, 33% takedown defense. See, that could be a problem. He did beat Jack Hermanson, KO, Phil Hawes, Kyle Dawkins, uh, Loriano Staropoli. And he's won uh, six of seven in the UFC, only losing to Trevin Giles in 2021 by a decision. But since then, he's been perfect at 4-0. This is a big step up for Delice. Man, this is a tough one. And he's the underdog. Vittori's really tough. Yeah, I think... 
Oh, man, I'd like to see Delite win, but I think Marvin Vittori is going to win this fight. That's a tough one. Yeah, he's going to win this thing by decision and really ground it out uh, and control this fight is what's going to happen. Vittori is going to move to 19-6. and six. Delite will fall to 12-2. and two. In my opinion, middleweight division, UFC, 286. Yeah, and, that, and that's who we're going with. So, so now you know we got Marvin Vittori winning. And up and down this car, we're taking the uh, – Higher ranked fighters, which isn't always the case. It's not always the case. And Marvin Vittori ranked number four in the middleweight division. He's trying to hold serve here. And he's still at the top. I mean, he wins his fight. He's in, in line for a title shot, for sure. He just has to keep winning. That's the bottom line. He just got to keep winning. And Delite is uh, no joke. One of my favorite fighters. Definitely in the top 20 or 30 in the UFC right now. But Marvin Vittori is a beast, man. And it's not going to be easy for him to go in there and and win this thing. And you see early on right now in the poll, 50-50. So this is a toss-up. And I, I assume that even as we get closer to 100 votes, it's still going to be within 40 to 60, probably 45 to 55%. I mean, this is really a toss-up fight. Make no mistake about it. And it's not an easy uh, prediction by any means. So that's the way we have that one. Marvin Vittori... The better fighter, Roman Delise, no joke. And if he wins this and gets into the top five, then he's getting a number one or two contender next. He might get a Robert Whitaker. I mean, someone's going to have to fight this guy if he continues winning. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that fight for sure. And I expect it uh, to be a really, really close fight. But likely Vittori wins this thing by decision. And when you get big, high-caliber fights like this, two-ranked guys and it's only three rounds, these end up being the type of fights that are the fight of the night because they can't wait. You know, they can't settle in in the first round or two. They got to get going right away. The first round is critical. And then the third round is obviously critical. You win the first thir first and third, you win the fight. And I think that's the way this thing goes down uh, for Marvin Vittori. Now, since the welterweight division is the biggest uh, division right now, and Islam Mahachev talking about he could uh, – Make a run for the title. Two shoulders, two belts, he said yesterday. When you look at the poll, it's still relatively early, but 61%, which is a pretty good number, say, yeah, Islam could win uh, the welterweight title for sure. And that's saying a lot because you think about who's in that division. You got Usman. I don't know if he can beat Usman. Hamza, I say no. Leon Edwards, I say yes. He could beat Leon Edwards. And, and that, that information broke yesterday, right? I mean, you got a, a high-level fighter in Islam. If he continues to dominate the lightweight division, we don't have no, any reason to believe he won't unless we get like a guy like Fiziev that comes in and just dominates Gaethje and we have a new contender in the mix. I just don't see Mahachev getting excited about any of these fights, and that's why he fought Volkanovski last. He's ready to move up. And make a run. And that could delay Hamza, even though Hamza said he's going to middleweight. But I'm I'm hoping and praying for Islam versus Hamza in the near future. I mean, to me, that's a great fight. One of the best in UFC history, if you ask me. Especially if these two fight in their prime. Because it's Islam at his best, strongest weight. It's Hamza at his weakest, even though he's still strong in the welterweight. And, you know, if Hamza wins that fight, he's the pound-for-pound pound best fighter in the world. So, you know, I'm looking, and that's what I'm looking for, is Hamza to be in a position to beat somebody, especially the number one pound-for-pound pound fighter. 
So I say bring on Islam Mahachev, let him go to the welterweight, and maybe that entices Hamza uh, to get into the mix. That will be great. As we jump into the Q&A, Sobri Altman says 100% yes, Islam can win the welterweight title. Izzy, usually fighters who go up in weight only get better. If Hamza goes to middleweight, Islam can definitely win. So you, you see there that people believe that Islam uh, could go in there and sneak out a win for the welterweight title. On the other hand, uh, you got someone else weighing in saying he probably doesn't beat Usman or Chemaev, but he smokes Leon. And, and that's right where I'm at. I'm, I'm in the same ballpark as you. Isaiah Noli. There is no chance he beats Chemaev. Yeah, I, I don't think Islam beats Hamza, even if Hamza's got to squeeze back down to 171 last time for a big fight. Cryptocurrency says he will for sure. So you got some people believing he can win it. Almost all believe he can win it. It's just against certain fighters, people believe he can't win. Now in terms of Hamza, D. Micah Reynolds says on paper, Uzmam uh, wins, has to get it done early. However, letting Edwards hang around is a recipe for disaster. Uzman's only chance is to uh, GSP to make a, a, a good ground wrestling game. And we'll see. The Michael Reynolds goes on to say, difficult to bet against Rocky Edwards over five rounds. Usman has a KO ghost now stuck in his head. And yeah, for sure. And that's what I say too is, you know, now the fact that he's been finished, that that's a huge deal in this fight. I mean, the fact that he's been finished, that's going to be in his head throughout this fight. It may not be noticeable early on, but if he's winning again, he's probably going to get even safer than he was in the last fight in the fifth round, and that could lead to another uh, big KO finish uh, for Rocky Edwards. You know, that KO ghost is a big deal. That's going to be stuck in your head regardless of what you try to do. You can't dodge it. You know, before he was invincible, unstoppable, all that, and you fight in a different way. And now all of a sudden when you have a wake-up call via KO and you lose the belt, it's not to say Usman can't win, but it definitely is to say that that's going to be in his head in this fight. And I think that's a, a major uh, advantage for Leon Edwards, for his opponent to know for 25 straight minutes at any point, I can finish you. I've done it before. And more than likely, I'm going to do it again. So be ready for uh, a great fight. I fully expect this to go 25 minutes or get very close to it and Leon Edwards to do it again because Usman is just going to get very defensive in the fifth round when instead he should be aggressive. So if he doesn't get aggressive, he's just going to lose this fight again in the same way that he did the last fight. But that's what we got for you at UFC 286. I mean, it's going to be a great night, highly, highly entertaining. And there's some big-time fights in a lightweight division, uh, middleweight division, welterweight division, right in the middle uh, of these overall weight classes. When you look at bantamweight or flyweight all the way up to heavyweight, th this is the core. These are guys from 155 pounds to 185 pounds with 170 in the middle. And you got all types of great fights at UFC 286. Is it the best card ever? No. But it's certainly intriguing. And people are going to tune in. I will be tuning in, and you should as well. Remember, we'll be live for UFC 286 beginning at 5 p.m. on Saturday. But until then, uh, this is your boy, Chris Cross. I hope you have a great day. 
and God bless as always peace